this is Seth Mosley. This is X O'Connor. And you're listening to the Full Circle Music Show, the why of the music biz. Today we have with us indie band about the author. And why do I say indie? Because we're diving into touring hacks yes. for indie musicians. I learned a ton. I did too. And so much of which I definitely wish I knew when I was in a band, especially concerning food and showers. As weird as that might sound for indie artists out there touring, those are two crucial things in your life. And these guys have some serious tips for you. Yeah. And I learned something about how to save money renting cars. It's just very practical, tangible stuff that again, both of us have been on the road touring a ton. And a lot of our listeners we know are in the same boat. So whether you're signed, indie, unsigned, this actually is really applicable to all of you. Yeah. So we're just thankful to have these guys come in the studio and we love, love interviewing experts. We love interviewing people who have made it to the top and live to tell about it. We also love people who are on their way up. And that's why we got these guys in because we want to let you guys realize that, you know what, no matter where you're at, there's always things that you can be doing to improve upon and to get to the next level. Everyone knows that it's tough out there. It's hard work to book shows and everything, but these guys really give you a behind the scenes look at what it's like to be an indie Christian band just out on the road, booking shows out with bigger artists and trying to fill dates when those artists aren't playing shows, it's so revealing the amount of effort that it takes and the amount of dedication that it takes. And these guys have a lot of pointers for you that will prove infinitely helpful in your careers. Yeah. So the exciting thing this week, in addition to having an awesome interview, is the fact that we are celebrating a big milestone big. on the Full Circle Music Show. And that's the fact that we hit 100,000 downloads. Yeah. 100,000 downloads. That's huge. Yeah. We are flattered, we're honored. And if you look at it a line from going left to right, it's only slanting up, which means that you guys are listening, you're sharing it with your friends, you're leaving us reviews. And we always want to know what you want to hear about. So if you get a chance, you send us an email to support at fullcirclemusic.com. If you have any questions, if you have any people that you think we should be interviewing, if you think X should be talking in a different accent... Always. I love accents. So I'm horrible at doing them. I sound like someone impersonating someone doing an accent, but I'm more than happy to do it. So if whatever impersonation you want to hear X doing of an accent, just write that in to support at fullcirclemusic.com. But seriously, we want to provide just incredible value for you guys as you're listening. We're honored that you take the time to listen because, you know, these are hour long, typically between 30 and 60 minutes, but it's just been really awesome. So thanks for helping us hit that 100,000 milestone. And without any further ado, we'll just jump right into the studio at Full Circle Music with About the Author. All right, we are here in the studio, Full Circle Music Studios, with About the Author. We're talking about hacks for touring artists. Yeah, anxious to see what you guys have to say about this. I mean, Seth and I both were in bands, so we are itching to hear your guys' take on it, because yeah. we, we know the life. He's got a notepad. He's getting ready I'm, to start. I'm ready to take some notes, because we might fire it. back up our touring lives I after, love we, it. after we go through this. So. Yes. I love it. we got an opening slot on the next tour. You guys can come out. Yeah. Yeah. Done yeah. and done. I would love to. We actually, we are working on a secret rock project that the kids nice. might not be ready for. Okay. But we'll find be, out. Cannot be announced yet, but Can't be. Yep. it shall be known mm. and heard <laughs> soon and felt. And mostly uh, felt. So, <laughs> introduce yourselves. Who are you? Where are you from? Yeah. So, as X said, we're a band called About the Author. I'm Derek. I'm Mark. 
We're from Washington State originally. Moved to Nashville just about a year ago. Yeah, actually. about a year. So loving it here. And why did you move to Nashville? Moved to Nashville. We, we were actually just talking about this last night. We were just gone so much because being on the West Coast, you can imagine like we were coming to town almost every other month for co-writing, taking mm-hmm. business meetings on top of touring, on top of we lived about two hours apart from each other. So yeah, it's a lot oh, of wow. back and forth. For- yeah. And then studio at home, we were usually away. So we were just gone all the time. So now that we're here, we can just do most of the home-based stuff here. Then when we leave, it's just for tour. It's yeah. great. We have a mutual friend, Brandon Turner, who's mm-hmm. one of the hosts mm-hmm. on the Bigger Pockets podcast. Great, great dude. Mm-hmm. He's been messaging me about you guys for like the past two years. <laughs> so you can thank him. Oh, man. That's my boy. <laughs> he loves you. That's my boy. Shout out to Brandon Turner if you're yep. listening. Oh. But I was just fascinated because last time you guys came in and you got to play some of the music you're working on, you've been, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, new to Nashville, meeting with mm-hmm. labels, yep. doing co-writes, doing the whole thing. And you shared a story about this rental car hack yeah. yep. that you guys have done and do. And I think yep. it was brilliant for bands. Okay. I'm ready to hear this because I might be renting a car later this week. Yep. So sure. bring it on. Oh, man. Yep. Well, for us, you know, when we're on the road with the level of where we're at as a band, a lot of times we, our mindset, kind of what we try and live by is the more money you can save, obviously, and the more you can like cut costs, that just makes it easier to be out on the road. And so in everything we do, we just kind of try and have a mindset of, okay, like this may cost a certain amount, but how can we get it to cost less and cut corners? And for the rental car specifically, a lot of times we would maybe rent out like a van or borrow a vehicle or use, uh, actually most of the time it was one of our vehicles. that we. Yeah. Using. This came at a great time because we did one <laughs> tour where my car literally went up in smoke, like at the beginning of a tour, like my personal vehicle. So we were like, yeah, we should after the first show. We actually had to junk it. Like, I think I got 200 bucks for it. So we were just like, let's yep. just use other people's cars from now on out. Yep. And so when we started looking into options and stuff, we realized renting a vehicle for the size of band we are, a lot of times we try and tour just the two of us on the road whenever we can. And, you know, we use tracks and a drum pad and stuff so we don't have to bring a full kit. And that allows us to kind of keep our gear limited. You know, we don't have to fit as much into our car. So we're able to rent a really small vehicle. And so, for example, on this there's, last tour... There's, there's hack number one. That was awesome. Yeah. Rent, yeah. Rent, yeah. Rent, yes. rent small vehicle. Small, small vehicle. vehicle. Yes. Small as you can get. <laughs> so, on this last tour, we rented a Kia Forte. And it got about 40 miles to the gallon. We fit everything in it. We drove about 4,000 miles on the road, I think, on the last tour. Yeah, it basically... I think we spent, what, like 150 in gas on the whole trip. Yeah, which we would never get in a van. It's a beautiful car, by the way. Pulling a trailer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, it was, was just nice. to drive here. That's a tight car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing is you get to drive some pretty cool cars that you can't afford yep. being an indie musician. Does that <laughs> thing even have a trunk? It does. It does. It, it was, was surprisingly spacious. And I'm saying a 60-40 yeah. split on the rear seat? Or do you uh, guys even no. need to put no, the we seat? No, we didn't even put, put it down. Yeah. Oh, my. So you guys so, are literally compact because the trunk oh, yep. is not severe. It's all, the trunk yep. actually... So I have like a... It's kind of a hatchback and you can fold the seats down. But we actually fit more in that trunk than I could in mine. And I have like a Scion XB or whatever. Oh, wow. Yep. So you'd, the rec- trunk you'd was recommend pretty, the Kia Forte. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it worked for us. But yeah, so I mean, when we rented the car, it cost us, I think, it was about 200 bucks, I think, for the full two weeks. Mm-hmm. Key there too is don't rent from airports. Mm, airports okay. have their own taxes like, and yeah. fees because they're their own district technically. So one time we were looking at getting a car when we were coming to Nashville... 
And it was going to be like a thousand bucks for just the two weeks. We were going to be here or something versus if we took an Uber from the airport, you know, 10 minutes down the road to a rental location, it literally cut our costs in half just doing that. So, oh, wow. So, yeah, just rent from the neighborhood location. Rent from the <laughs> from airport. airport. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of the a lot more expensive. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's how we, you know, keep that cost down. There's yeah. some of miles though, too, right? Like, is it unlimited? Yeah. So, oh. through, we rent through USAA. It's just our insurance provider. I'm not sure. I can't speak to all providers, but renting through them because we're both not 25 yet. They waive the young driver fee because that'll usually. That almost doubles the price. It doubles mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And they waive additional driver's fee, which sometimes can double it. And they waive, well, I don't know if they waive it, but there's no, like, it's unlimited miles. Yep. So we can drive all over the country and, yep. and just return it to and the just same return location. It, yep. We're yep. staying local, I promise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 5,000 yeah. miles later. Yeah. Do they ever ask questions when you bring it back? We've got some weird looks, but... Uh, it's the best when we roll in with all of our gear and they're like, where are you going? We're like, go to Chattanooga for a show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, you know, yeah, Miami after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miami, Tennessee. Like we are going, yeah. 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 Like we are going to Chattanooga. Yeah. We're just going further. We're going right. through it. Yeah. In addition to. Yeah. Oh, they man. didn't ask that. Though. They didn't tell. ask a second destination. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. So what else? What are some other ways? Because, I mean, being an indie band. Yeah. Or even being a label band, to be honest. Like yeah. I talked to a lot of friends of mine who are signed, who are literally just scraping by having songs on the radio. So it really has to be like a passion thing that you just love doing. Mm. So what are some of the other things that you've kind of figured out in the last six months or a year that have been yeah. helpful for you guys in a touring situation? Well, I mean, one thing that, another touring situation that we're kind of working out right now, and this kind of plays into if you have, friends that are further along than you are maybe with a bus or a sprinter or something like that how you can leverage yourself onto their vehicle so we have some friends that have a bus and we our music won't really fit their style which kind of works for what we want to do but we're talking about the idea of basically being hired on crew for them in exchange for free bunks free gas like free travel they're just going to drive us everywhere we get to sleep for once, finally, mm-hmm. we don't have to drive ourselves. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and we're just going to, we'll be crew for them. It's only two bunks. If we have a drummer, that's only three bunks. Mm-hmm. That's another thing with just keeping as little people on the road as you can. So we'll be free crew, like loading in, loading out for them. But what we're going to try to do is book the same cities that they're booking. Because right now we're playing in different markets in there. They're in a different scene. I mean, if we're willing to do all the cold calls and booking ourselves, then we'll just say, okay, we're playing in Dallas. Well, let's call all the churches in Dallas that we know. And that way, I mean, there's literally no cost for us at that yeah, point. Yeah, so they just, they'll play their show and we'll get someone to pick us up and we'll go play ours and then we'll meet them back at the bus and yep. move on to the next city. And so that kind of oh, allows us to, I mean, that, yep. that's a great idea. Yeah, Res- we don't have to pay for gas. Yeah, yeah. Don't have to pay for a hotel or a lodging or anything like that on the road. And, you know, so they kind of works out for them. Make- they get added hand on the road to help load in and load out all their stuff. So, mm-hmm. It's kind of a win-win. And logistically, they don't have to be there during, it's just really just load in, load, load out. In, load Pretty out. much, yeah. yeah we're I mean, just going to. The thing is for them is like they would normally have to hire crew members anyway. And so this way it's cutting costs for them. It's cutting costs for us. So that mm-hmm. just balances out. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, that's yeah. genius. Yeah, that's incredible. So how yeah. many dates would you do like this? Man, as many as we could. We're talking about, we're looking at doing it for the spring right now. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be out for 
maybe 15, 20 shows if we can. It kind of depends more so on their schedule because we're going to be touring around what they, yeah. you know, already have planned. So talk a little bit about that because I know you're, you're working with another friend of mine, Mark Klassen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's at William Morris on yep. booking. Yep. Great guy. But I still assume, just like you said, you're yep. doing a lot of the cold calling and yep. the booking yourselves. So yes. Can you talk about what the booking process looks like for you guys on a day-to-day basis? Absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's, I would say booking is probably one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult parts of being an indie act. Especially for us, we are a faith-based band, so we like to play a lot of churches. We play a lot of you know venues and bars as well, but specifically with cold calling, you essentially have two minutes to convince somebody that's never heard of you before that... Let's role play. Okay, okay. I am First Baptist Church, Dallas. I'm the secretary. Yep. You just call. You okay. just call me. You've ring, done this ring. before. Oh, I've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> you know about it. A lot of our audience has not. So yeah. just, oh, man. What does that sound? Can you make a ring sound? Ring, ring, <laughs> ring. Hello, this is Teresa with First Baptist Dallas. Hey, Teresa. My name is Mark. How are you doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing lovely. Well, I just wanted to ask. I usually would start out by saying something like, you know, personal. So I guess something like, hey, you know, how long have you been with the church? You know, how what your church looks like, stuff like that. And then basically just... I've been here for 17 years. Oh, man, 17 years. <laughs> All church right. is a beautiful yeah. blue hue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spacious ceilings. Yeah. My daddy founded this church when I was 14 and awesome. I've been here ever since. Well, do you ever do live music at your church? No. Do you ever have bands come through? No. Okay. No. Is that something your church might ever be interested in doing? Hosting bands coming through on tour or anything like that for... Maybe. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. Now we're about the author. We're a two-man group. We're from Washington State, currently based out of Nashville. Did you say you're a blue man group? A two-man group. Oh, <laughs> two-man two two man group. Man. Blue, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> you guys got the blue man group? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're based out of Washington State, and we're going to be coming through on tour. We had a day free, and we just have a heart to share our ministry, and we'd love to talk about what that looks like with you guys. And a lot of times, that's when they say, not interested in hang up, but Usually, they'll say, they'll ask more about it. We get a chance to tell people what our ministry is about and what we're about. And it usually follows with sending an email to them with information about our band and links to our music and it's literally all that. I mean, it's the elevator pitch. Like, it's just if you've ever done sales or anything, it's the same thing. You have 30, 60 seconds or whatever to give them the pitch and get them sold. And then Hopefully they give you the card by the time you get out of the elevator and then that's the email. And But a lot of times, I mean, it's like doing it this way, at least at this level, it's definitely more no's than we get yeses. So it's yeah. just a lot of persistence and a lot of calling. And So and like how many, willing, how many no's to yeses? Like what's the ratio? I don't really I was, want to say. <laughs> it feels like about a hundred. We've been in bands, man. Yeah. yeah. You can tell us. Yeah. We've been there. A hundred no's for every one yes is what yeah. it feels oh, like wow. about. So if we're booking a... 10 to 15 show tour, you're looking at about 1,000 to 1,500 different calls. And I will say like we've noticed, and this might just be chance, but it seems like different parts of the country react differently. Yes. Mm -hmm. In Washington, that's another reason being in Nashville is easier is Washington, you'd think because there's less people doing it over there, it's easier. But churches just aren't as open to doing that. I mean, maybe they're open to the big tours coming through, but like they're not as open to just having guest music on a Friday night. Over here, it seems like there's a lot more churches that are okay with that. So it, it has been a lot easier over here. I've seen mm-hmm. that number go down. Mm-hmm. 
but Washington, it was tough. It was a lot of just like, but then once you get an in with the church, you play the show, they like you, whatever. You ask them, hey, so do you have any other pastor friends or we're going to this city on the next tour. Do you know anyone over there? And that definitely goes a long way. Use the relationship. Yeah, yeah huge, Teresa over huge. here, if she gives us her, you know, word of recommendation to the church down the street, that means more coming from her than yeah. us. Some Joe Schmo that they don't know asking for a thousand bucks out of their budget, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you said you play, in addition to just churches, you do book mm-hmm. some bars and clubs. Is the experience yeah. of booking bars and clubs different than just booking churches? Yeah. It's different in the sense that it's, on one hand, it's easier because they do music all the yeah, time. What, yeah. You don't have to convince them that it's a good idea to put on a show. Mm-hmm. But you do have to convince them that it's a good idea to have you mm-hmm. as opposed to a local band that'll actually draw. You're probably going to have to get other local bands that are going to bring a draw and do the pre-sales. And you're probably going to get paid less. Like you're just, even if you're playing a bar, they usually pay, but it might be 200, it might be $300. Might even just be tips, tips, you know, percentage the door or whatever. Exactly. Right. So those are a lot of times just our last resort. Also, because a lot of times you're playing, if you're doing like a bar rather than like a venue or club, Mm -hmm. you're playing for like three hours and it's just background music and yeah. It's just grueling. Yeah. Yeah. And no one really wants to hear you. <laughs> like, guys, can you turn it down a little yeah, bit? Yeah. yeah. We've all got it's iPods now. It's hard to eat now. these pretzels. Yeah. 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 So when you guys, you know, make these calls, like, I guess in the first two minutes, you're not expecting to have sold or closed the deal. Right. Like, mm. You're just wanting, hey, this would be something you're interested in. Yep. From there, do you just follow up with them via email? Yeah. Yeah. Usually we follow up with email and get in contact with whoever at the venue of the church that we need to be in contact with. Take time to build the relationship and just tell them what we're about. Sometimes it takes two weeks to a month to actually close on a show. Chance to, you know, kind of talk back and forth and figure out the logistics. A lot of times they'll need to run it by other people and figure out if they have the budget for or whatever. Are you asking for like a guarantee honorarium? There is a magic number for us that would be great. But that's one thing about, you know, trying to save money on the road is the more you can cut corners in other areas, the less, you know, that number has to be, which makes it easier for you to play shows. If somebody says, Hey, we have, we want to have you through, but we can only pay half as much as you're asking for. A lot easier to make that happen if you're saving money in other areas on the road, like with lodging or whatever. So that's where that is really important. If you're saying it takes maybe up to like a month or two months to you know, fully get the show books. How far out are you guys looking when you're setting up these tours? We're already pretty much wrapped up for our tour. We're going out again in the West Coast in the end of August, September. And we're already pretty much done with that one. And then we'll be moving on to spring. So, I mean, it's three Mm -hmm. months out usually. Three months out, yeah. And right now we're currently booking for our October tour. So we're usually about that far. Three and four months out, we try and look forward to Mm -hmm. that. So I think as far as keeping costs down and stuff too like we it's definitely for us it's 100% ministry and 100% business Mm. and that's something that we've had to wrestle with and learn because I think especially being Christian artists it can feel really dirty to involve money sometimes saying hey can you pay us to spread the gospel like it's an honor to spread the gospel you know what I mean I would pay to do that you know but you know we have to look out for ourselves and our well-being but it is one of those things that a lot of times I mean we've driven 10 hours to a show that hasn't paid us anything just because we felt God leading us to do so. Mm-hmm. And I think at least for us in our walk and our ministry, 
having that mindset of like, okay, this church might not be able to pay us. Let's pray about it. Yep. Do we really feel like this is our ministry and our service? If so, then like, are we okay with just doing it for mm-hmm. the opportunity? You know? And there are ways, there are ways to make that happen too, man. Like, yeah. okay. So one thing that's on the road that's really saved us these past two years is a organization called RIFO. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. So RIFO is an organization. It's Christian based. So all of the people are involved in it. All the hosts are Christian, but it's literally an organization for people who offer their homes up for touring musicians. And that's, they're all over the country. And a lot of times they have, the people who are hosting have their homes built to host a bunch of people. So if we, like, for example, we were in, I think Oshkosh, Wisconsin on this last tour. And we were looking at getting a cheap motel, but because of an event that was going on in town, or actually maybe it was Milwaukee. Yeah. There was, was that. During summer fest. Yeah, summer festival. The cheapest motel is like 150 bucks a night. And that's just really expensive. Where there's a rifle host in Milwaukee that we emailed the day of and he let us come stay and we each had our own room and they provided snacks and like breakfast for us and all that. And it's literally, they're all over the country. Their whole purpose is just to have bands in and out and give them free places to stay. And that saved us a ton of money on the Is road. that R-I-F-O? R-Y-F-O, I believe, right? Yeah, R-Y-F-O.org. Hmm, you can sign cool. up to be a host yeah. or- We can link that too. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that's been huge, great about that is more so than just having a bed to sleep on at night, these people do it all the time. Like they always have bands coming through so they know the struggle and they know, you know, if you don't get in until three in the morning, like they understand that. And- they've also just been huge encouragements. Like people that really have the gift of hospitality like that, you just always walk away feeling better about what you're out on the road doing. They're always hugely encouraging and hospitable and have become just really great support systems and friends. So when, I mean, when you're on the road, it gets tough and it gets discouraging sometimes and it gets lonely and you go into these people's houses and they're like, pouring into you on top of giving you a place to stay and a meal to eat. And, but they're also just encouraging you and they become friends and people that are going to stay with your career. That's good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any other touring hack tips for any artists in our audience that might be listening to this? Yeah, there's quite a few, a couple, one thing that I was thinking about, I mean, this is an easy one, but food obviously on the road, as much as you can save money on food, is, you know, the more the better. Do you guys do sandwiches or bring a cooler or anything? Or like uh, we do bring a cooler on the road for sure. Does it fit in the Kia Forte? It does. It fit in yep, the yeah. Kia Forte. Okay. It, it was all the way up to the ceiling, but we got, we, we <laughs> fit it in there. But Chipotle, some Chipotle locations offer free meals for touring bands. Seriously? I'm, yes. I'm writing yep. that down. Yes. I'm all of a sudden on tour way more. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. we start a band? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We're touring from Nashville to Franklin. It seems like it's <laughs> about even every the day. guac is free. Yes, even the guac is free. There's about, it seems like- That just about, blew my mind. That's amazing. Seriously. <laughs> that just blew my mind. There's about, I think 50% of the, the time. Some Chipotles have it, some don't. But essentially, I guess Chipotle has a budget each day where the stores, from what I understand, have like a fund- an allotment that they're supposed to give away or donate, I guess, each day or week or month, something like that. So they have a number they're supposed to meet to actually give meals away. And that's like a part of it? Yep, and that's a part yep. of it. So if you call and say, hey, we're a touring band, do you guys offer free meals at this location? A lot of times they ask for a CD or something to prove that you're a band, yep. you're on the yep. road. 
but yeah, we've gotten tons of free meals at different Chipotle locations all over. So that's always the first thing we do if we're looking for lunch is we look up the Chipotles and call them all. <laughs> yeah, that's we always like, call that's, cr- that's huge right there. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Every Chipotle yeah. in our listening radius is about to be swarmed. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> that and I mean, like, if you have a Costco membership, yeah, go and get samples or go in and get their $1.50 hot dog that gets the pizza slices. Yep. Pizza slices. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's another one or... I don't know. Another thing that we did on this last tour, I love like Yelp. I don't know if you guys use Yelp, but a lot of times like Yelp, if you go into a place, there's a feature that you can check in. And if you check in, you'll get a free appetizer or, you know, on days off, we try not to spend any money. We'd rather make money on our days off. Mm -hmm. But how do you make money on your days off? Just hustle. One, I mean, it's the classic, you know, just if we have a day off, like, and we, aren't making money playing a show a lot of times we'll try and go to maybe go to a mall or you know and try and sell cds to people and you know just kind of carry around our music and build relationships that way sometimes we try and find targeted events for our genre so like for christian music if we happen to be in an area where a christian event is going on and we know there's going to be a couple thousand people at this you know whatever like winter jam or something like that and we have a day off we'll go to that venue and stand outside and build relationships with people and sell CDs, you know, for five bucks a CD. A lot of times at big events like that too, we can get away with selling more CDs at something like that than we could sometimes at the shows we're playing, you know, because we have all night to just build relationships and sell music and your audience is targeted right there. You know, everybody there is going to probably be interested in your music because they're listening to similar artists. Plus you're getting that one-on-one. Yes. A true relationship. We'll bring a guitar and, you know, maybe play some music for the people waiting in line or whatever. And that's that's proved to be helpful for us. So when you're looking at booking these runs, are there certain cities that you try to not have days off in? Like I remember being in a band like anywhere in Iowa. Yeah. I was going to say, well, and, (laughs) and also like, you know, New York was a big spot where we played a lot. Mm. And a lot of times people in New York listen to music on weird nights. So mm. Booking was always like, hey, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Sure. You guys are in New York City. But that's an expensive city to A, yes. be in and, yeah. you know, have a day off in. Like there's certain yeah. places you guys have been where you're like, okay, we need to be in and out of this place mm. pretty quick. Or I think so. I think Miami <laughs> is just yeah. never cheap. We've done a lot of Florida stuff this past year, but... I mean, at the same time, like we try to just take the shows that we can get. Yeah. But we've actually noticed almost opposite of that, like the Z markets, a lot of times can be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Like if we're, you know, playing some city two hours outside of Chicago, it might actually be cheaper to stay in Chicago because hot okay. rate, you know, hot wire, hot yeah. rate hotels or Priceline hotels, whatever, they're going to be running a lot more deals for better hotels because there's more of them mm-hmm. in the bigger cities. Like Orlando, you can get like a fairly nice hotel for like 40 bucks a night. Yeah. Whereas Very like cheap. Daytona Beach, you're going to be paying like 200 for a worse hotel. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? <laughs> so it's worth making that hour and a half drive or whatever yeah. to just go stay somewhere cheaper. And I will say sometimes, you know, we have slept in the car before when yeah. we need to to save money. You know, park outside of Walmart and sleep in the car if you have room. We don't often have room in the Kia Forte. We don't often have room in the Kia Forte. That's not happening often. No. They don't tell you how many it sleeps when yeah, you check yeah. Davis. <laughs> yeah. It's actually something else. Planet Fitness, you spend like, you know, 10, 20 bucks a month and get a unlimited membership. You can go all over the country. A lot of times they actually offer free food on certain days. So do like really? a pizza day or like free bagels in the morning, whatever. 
Both and of those are like not super healthy options. Right. No, yeah. Planet they're not. Fitness, so you right? some calories after you work <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get your burn on. That's what I'm saying. Get the job you know, for them. This, you know? I was going to ask about that. I'm glad you touched on that because all of these things in my head, I'm like, okay, dollar fifty hot dog, gas station pizza, whatever yes. free food. Like the health factor very, has to plummet. Yep. Very much so. What, so. Are, are there any tips that you have for okay? How do you Stay healthy. I mean, you just mentioned Planet yes, Fitness. Yes, Planet That's Fitness great. is a big one. If you have time, Planet Fitnesses are pretty much everywhere. Very affordable. 20 bucks a month, I think, gives you an unlimited membership all over the country. And you can bring a guest in. So if we're splitting that, that's $10 each a month. And we can go that's amazing. Yeah, exercise that's awesome. and use the showers. We don't have a place showers. to shower. Yeah. Showers. And it's showers 24 hours, crucial. too. Have so. you ever sold a CD in Planet Fitness? We have not ever sold it. We actually, I tried once, but we have never, to somebody never working sold out? a CD. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you really came up organically. came up organically. Just give me a music That's your next challenge. Yeah. Like, next time I see you, I want... To know that you have sold yes. one of your CDs to somebody working out. Yeah, I want to actually go to a Planet fitness. fitness and see like a Starbucks style. Yeah, yes. like, that's what I'm saying. I know these boys. I'm hey, it's an untapped market. About you know? the author workout music, man. Yes. No one's there. No, no yeah. one is there. Yeah. <laughs> it's workout and worship at the same yes. time. I mean, come on. That's a good combination. Boom. Yeah, it's amazing. So as we're kind of wrapping up, are there any things that you wish you would have known? You've been doing it for how long now? About full time, about what, two, three years? Yeah. Two, three years. So you're two, three years in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, tons of stuff you've learned. Yeah. Probably a lot of mistakes that you made. Yes. Yeah. What are a couple things, maybe one from each of you, yep. just things that you wish you would have known three years ago before starting out? Man, for me, the first thing I would say is how important it is to not outsource as much as you can. Oh, you could save so much money if you can just learn to do it yourself. So for example, at first, we had other people designing our merch and Derek was like, man, this is just taking so much money from us. We got to learn to do this ourselves. So now Derek does all of the graphic design for our band. He does all of our like socials and stuff like that and all of our t-shirt designs, you know, artwork, stuff like that. That saved us a ton of money. Also allows us to not have to wait on other people. I'm getting into like doing demos and, and production and stuff like that. And that's going to be cutting huge costs for us as well because we don't have to pay you know, three to five hundred dollars to demo out a song every time that we write one, if we can do that ourselves. That's huge. And yeah. we talk a lot of time on the importance of a team. And at some point it is important to have a team of people doing yes. that stuff for you. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. I love that. It's I mean, there's no better way to learn it than to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And in essence, you guys are a team. I mean, if he's driving yeah. to Portland and mm-hmm. you're sitting in the passenger seat, I mean that's and because we talk about it too, is like using every moment possible to keep things going absolutely i mean turn your car into a classroom yeah, exactly turn your car into the recording studio man so good you know people are programming tracks on the road absolutely on on the plane you know in the car in the kia yep on their iphones yeah Yeah, live from the kia that's your next live from the kia Kia. come on i hear that i want to hear that forte will be the name of the next you could totally get like a kia like a part sponsorship of like live live concert series about the author into existence right now tour acts you know yeah i mean and, it, and that's so true. Like, I can't tell you how many times we've turned on full circle music in the car, mm. like just trying to just soak up wisdom Absolutely. from you guys and everyone that comes on the show. And even just like you said, like songwriting in the car and GarageBand is a great resource for that. I have GarageBand on my phone. And we even like, we didn't have tracks for a certain song because we hadn't recorded it out. So I literally made some tracks on the way to our show for a song that we were going to be playing that night <laughs> That's awesome, on my right? iPhone. And, yeah. and we played it on yeah, the iPhone yeah. for the show. So. Awesome. I think as far as something that 
I would have liked to have known earlier on. A big part of what we do and what we want, the people that we involve ourselves with is people first. I think that's a huge thing that in this industry, especially Nashville, such a small town, and not to look at people as numbers or status or anything like that. Like, I don't want to befriend you so that I can get something from you. Mm. So I think people can see through that. And at the end of the day, that's not going to help us. It's going to hurt us, Mm. not only for our careers, but spiritually, like you're just going to have a lot of really dry relationships. And that's one thing that we really thrive on being gone on the road. It's like, we need some key relationships Mm. in our lives, people that are champions. And a lot of times that's not even people in the music industry, like Brandon Turner, yeah, he's become one of the hugest champions for our ministry and for our music. He's not involved in the music industry, you know? I mean, he's a genius in his own right. I love just picking his brain, but he's also just a solid man of God that's going to encourage us and just kind of keep us going along the way. And mm. I love that, you know? So about the author, where can people find you online? We have a website about theauthormusic.com and we're on, you know, all the socials, Facebook, Instagram. I think we even have a MySpace. What's your social handles? Our Instagram is just at underscore about the author. All right. Cool. Very cool. Well, thanks for being on. I learned a ton. I did too. Thank you so much for lunch, guys. Come on. Let's do it. it. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks Thanks so much for having us, guys. Hi, this is Seth Mosley. And this is X O'Connor. And you've been listening to the Full Circle Music Show, the why of the music biz. This show has been produced by the Full Circle Music Company with editing help from Jericho Scroggins and Jordan Salamone. Jordan Salamone it is, and he's got fantastic facial hair. He does. And you can see that if you come out to one of our Full Circle Music Academy live events. He's occasionally spotted helping out with Pro Tools and songwriting stuff and... It is massively awesome facial hair. So it really helps with these shows, you know, sounding so good. So anyway, he's been a big help of editing this. And again, thank you for helping us hit 100,000 downloads. Head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. Share it with a friend. That's a huge help. Yeah, just follow us on Instagram. We're on all socials at officialfcmusic. Anything else I'm forgetting? No, that's pretty much summing it up. And thank you guys again so much. 100,000 downloads is a huge milestone for us. We're so honored that you guys are digging it and listening to us. Thank you so much for tuning in.